SEO is really the science behind the art of driving relevant traffic to a particular property. Okay. Um, I'm keen to say a particular property because SEO exists on lots of different platforms. So there is Google SEO, which is what most people just call SEO, right? Um, there's uh, SEO on eBay, there's SEO on Amazon, there's SEO on TikTok, there's SEO on LinkedIn. Um, any platform where you can go and search, there is some form of SEO that's attempting to drive relevant traffic. Yeah. Okay. It's important to know and understand that because at the heart of who we are is we are an SEO agency. What we do, everything that we do points back to driving relevant yeah, traffic. traffic. Okay. There is absolutely no point to driving traffic. And there are a lot of people who talk about driving traffic. There's a ton of point to driving relevant traffic. So for example, for example, um, do you watch sports? Any kind of sports? Not, not really, not okay. into sports. No problem, fair. Mm -hmm. You know, any guys at all, have you ever met any guys that watch sports? Uh, I have friends who watch uh, basketball. Okay. Let me ask you a, a question. If they're watching a basketball game, these guy friends of yours, mm -hmm. and a commercial for tampons comes on, mm -hmm. how relevant is that to them? They can't relate. So their attention is not awakened by that ad. because Not they can't relevant, relate. right? Yes not relevant at all and that's the key that that is the actual absolute key to the science of seo driving relevant traffic is we want to figure out who actually needs to consume this information and get it in front of them and get it away from people who don't need to consume it yes okay that's the key okay now you say, well, why, why are you sharing this with me other than just to teach me something? Because when we talk about the fact that your KPI that we're going to be measuring you against is the growth of the email list, well, who's going to sign up for an email list? People who find whatever it is that we're offering relevant to them. Yes. Right, so we can't just send it to anybody. It's got to be only people who find it relevant. Yes. Okay. That is the science of SEO. Now, the art of traffic, the art of relevant traffic is broken up into two areas. Okay. I have an entire YouTube channel on this topic. It's called Traffic Keys. It talks about the keys to traffic. Okay. You subscribe to that channel, by the way. Okay. Uh, when you started. Um, the keys to traffic. Here are the keys to traffic. The art side of the keys to traffic are 
an obsession with your audience and mastering a content strategy. You take those two, which are the art, and you add it to SEO, which is the science, and then you have the formula for how to drive relevant traffic because you're going to be obsessed with who your audience is, why they care, what they care about, what motivates them, what moves them, okay? To the point of almost knowing your audience better than they know themselves so that you can position your product, service, your offer to them in a way that resonates directly with them because you put content in front of them that answers their questions, their concerns, their fears. That is the art of relevant traffic. Do that correctly, your traffic will be relevant. Do it incorrectly, you'll just get traffic. I get that this is that everything I just said is brand new to you. And it colors every single decision that we make. Because that is the core of everything that we do. Now, we have tons of ways that we work to define audience and to become obsessed with audience. On the content side and the content strategy side, we have strategy as well that we use, but all of that strategy boils back down to, you guessed it, storytelling. Okay. We're going to tell stories. Understand that you can tell story in two sentences. Story doesn't have to be a book. Right? Um, Because there's even implied in story. Like you, if you can carefully craft, craft, you can craft a message that shows before state, and after state where the reader sees themselves as the hero, right? Yes. Then you just told the story. You can do that in one sentence. So when we look at your role, your role is, uh, as I said to you, I think yesterday or the day before, some, some point, is going to be a lot about understanding where people are and how we tell story to them. Uh, I'm going to share something with you right now. So this is actually from a company called Story Brand, and they specialize in teaching people how to tell story in business. Go figure, <laughs> right? Um, and this is the character map. And so you have a character, and the character has a problem. The, prob- the, the, the character with a problem meets a guide who understands their issue. The guide gives them a plan. Right? The character is then forced to take action. action. And that either results in a comedy or a tragedy. Okay? Take so let's look at this. The reality here is 
a character may have a problem and they may meet a guide. But if you think about every story, when the character meets the guide, the guide and the character have to go through a process before the character trusts the guide. So let me ask you a question. If the character we define as the customer, the problem is whatever problem they have, who's the guide? Us, we are the guide. That's the most important statement you've ever said in your life. Okay, that might be a little bit of a hyperbole, but that's the most important statement you've ever said while working for me. How about that? Here's the deal. We are the guide. We cannot ever forget in our communication that we are the guide. They are the hero. They've got to be the hero of the story. If they see a story and you're the superhero, they don't want to be a part of that. They want to be the superhero of the story that they see. Right? Okay. Yes. Now, if we're the guide, and as I said to you a little while ago, in every story, the character shows up with a problem, they meet a guide, and they they have to go through a process with that guide before the guide trusts them. Guess what? That means that if we're the guide, our customer has to go through a process with us before trusting us. That process is encapsulated partially through social media posts. That process is encapsulated in videos that we create. That process is encapsulated in blogs. Our job is to learn and understand that process. So that when we communicate, we're communicating along that process to move someone along that process. Now, they have to trust us before we give them the plan. Let's imagine for a moment that you are, um, you're out to dinner. And while you're out to dinner, at that restaurant, you meet a gentleman. Okay, relatively attractive guy. decently successful you know he makes you laugh um he seems considerate you know and you you just met him and 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 he says hey you know i'd like to get to know you a little bit better and you're thinking you know what i was thinking the same thing i want to get to know you too and so y'all exchange information and you have a, a few conversations and then he invites you to go on a date you go on a date it's a lovely date Lovely day. Somehow he knew exactly where you would want to go and exactly what you would want to do. And that's what y'all did. He didn't even ask. He just knew. Um, you have a wonderful time. And he, he takes you home. And he takes you home. And then he leans in for that goodnight kiss. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, let's kiss. And you, you give him that goodnight kiss. It's a great kiss. You go inside. You know, just like in the movies. You go inside. You close the door. You're behind the door. You're like, and your heart melts. <laughs> because you're just so happy because this guy's so great, okay? 
Now, you are a woman who's always wanted a family, but in order to have a family, you need to be married and you wanted to have certain other things in, in place. So you're a woman with a problem who's just met a guide who can help you solve that problem. Solve the problem, yes. Okay. You've just gone on this fantastic date and had a first kiss. And you're inside your door and your heart melts. You tell your sister, you tell your mama, you go to bed and you're excited. The next day, around 11 a.m., your doorbell rings. And here's this handsome, successful guy who knew exactly where to take you on, on the first date. Mm-mm. And he says, will you marry me? Gets down on a knee and gives you a ring. What do you say? Well, if he's the one who can answer my problem, though, I'll probably say yes. So after, <laughs> but, one, date, after one date, you'll but, say But yes. yeah, <laughs> but of course there are considerations. I mean, you can say yes immediately in one date. You have to know him more, more than just uh, what you saw, what you witnessed over that one date. So you'll have to ha- get more from him before deciding. So are you going to say yes or no? You got to say one or the other. Wow. Uh... Right, exactly. <laughs> just, the, just the point that you have to think this long means you're saying no. Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. it, I'm going to say no. <laughs> now, here's the point. Here's my point. As a guide, we cannot give the plan too Mm-mm. early. Mm. Right. We have to understand that we're building trust. And we have to understand when the right time is to give him the plan okay likewise let's take that same guy you had that heart melting moment and the next day he calls you and says, you know i had such a wonderful time i'd like to see you again and you're saying of course i'm going to see you again right and y'all date for seven years seven years later he still hasn't proposed how happy are you if, of course, I would want to, by that time, I would want to settle down already. So I'm going to have thoughts. When will he propose? What's he planning to do? What am I getting from this relationship? <laughs> you know. Exactly. And so you can also wait too long to give the plan. And in waiting too long to give the plan, after you've built the trust, you also then start to ruin the trust because you make them start to question what's really going on here. Maybe I misunderstood what I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. So that's the delicate balance that we have to play with content is understand that we are working to build trust. And in the process of working to build trust, there are certain times when we can ask for certain things. There are certain times when we can say, can I give you a kiss goodnight, right? Versus, Mm -hmm. can I come over and meet your parents? Like, those are two very different things. Like, I ain't introducing you to my parents until, you know, Mm -hmm. right? Like, 
now you're trying to say we're in a real relationship here. Yeah. Right. Um, and so those are the things that we have to master in communication as well. Because if we give them the plan at the right time, the plan is going to force them to take action. Understanding the journey is very, very important. Okay, yes. Now, a um, little further, you can, when you're doing bigger story, when, and this um, even gets into more development of, of the, the roadmap and stuff, um, you can really start to build this out. Um, and we should, we, we probably should, at least for our internal client. Uh, we never, we've never done it and we should. Um, because here, you know, we talk about the character, the, the hero, but then we talk about that problem. And the reality of a problem is every problem actually is, every villain actually is three different problems. Okay. There's the external problem. The external problem is a thing that someone says out of their mouth. Okay. Okay. So an external problem. I want to have a family. Okay. Mm -mm. That's the external problem. That's what somebody says out of their mouth. Then there's the internal problem. The internal problem is a thing that people don't normally want to share with you. The internal problem here, so you, you say, I want to start a family. The internal problem might be that I feel like I'm getting older and my clock mm -hmm. is ticking and I'm running out of time. Okay. That's my internal problem, right? Then there's a philosophical problem. Most people don't know the philosophical problem exists until they hear it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they say, crap, that's me. Philosophical problem might be, and I'm just spitballing, okay? Um, this, the philosophical problem here, after you said, I want to have a family, that's my external problem. Mm -hmm. My internal problem is I feel like my clock is ticking. Sticky. The philosophical mm -hmm. problem may be, I've always equated having a husband and children to being productive and being loved. And because I don't have those, I don't feel like I'm a valuable human being. And so if I can't get those, what is my life worth? Okay. Right? Most people can't articulate that. However, if you said it to them, they can relate. Okay. Right? So... The philosophical problem says, what's going to go wrong in the world? Mm -hmm. And the world could be as tiny as your world is or as the entire actual human race. What's going to go wrong in the world if this problem doesn't get solved? And in this case, it would be that I feel like my life's a failure because I measure success of my life by the love of my husband and the number of children that love children. me. Okay. Here's the key to life, if you will. Uh, I say that somewhat facetiously. Here's the key. Nobody buys anything because you solve their external problem. Okay. People only buy 
when they believe you have solved their internal or their philosophical or both problems. If you can, if you have a solution that speaks directly to their internal problem and their philosophical problem, they will buy from you hands down every single time without question and pay you whatever you ask for it. Okay. If they won't buy from you, it's because you didn't build enough trust as the guide to understand what the problem was. So when you gave them the plan, that the plan spoke to their internal and philosophical problems. Then they meet a guide. And as a guide, because we represent brands that are a guide, the two things that we have to, the, the, in terms of voice that we have to have is an empathetic voice and an authoritative voice. There was a mm -hmm. video that I did and the video said, you know, um, the, the title of it on the screen was something like, um, big mistake that I made, mm -hmm. right? Mm -mm. And the big mistake that I made was I had scripted out all this stuff that I wanted to record on video and mm -mm. I got on camera and I started recording and I did all of this recording and it was wonderful and then realized the microphone was off. But I put that video out there and mm -hmm. I'm like, and I put it out there from a, a, a point of view of I screwed up and being empathetic, mm -hmm. but also authoritative at the same time. And it's done absolutely well of saying, hey, mm -hmm. listen, you know, I know you might be new and you're worried about screwing up. I've been doing this for years mm -hmm. and I screw up. So mm -hmm. you're going to, and it's okay. Mm -mm. You will still, you can still be an authority. You can still do well, even if you screw up. We expect it, it's going to be fine. Mm -mm. Right? Did mm -mm. very, very well. And so as a guide, when we write, there has to be empathy for where they are an authority mm -mm. that says, I understand where you are and here's how you get out of there. Okay. And I have the authority to, 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 sh to share that with you. So that's getting into understanding voice. Now, obviously every single brand that we write for will do it slightly differently, but that's the crux of where we're going and what we're, we're, we're creating. Then we give them a plan, okay? We give them a plan. And for us, there are really two products that we sell and, and two big products that we sell. We mm -mm. splinter those off into smaller things and sell those too. But what we're really working on selling is two, two bigger things, okay? Um, and so I want to kind of explain those two to you right now because you're going to hear these terms a lot um, mm -hmm. when dealing with us. And the first one term that you're going to hear is BYA. It stands for build your authority. And so you're going to hear about BYA videos that we do. Now, what is a BYA video? So to understand the BYA video, what I'm going to take back a little bit. Mm -mm. Okay into some of what we've already talked about. We have a character mm -hmm. and they have a problem. Mm -mm. When someone has a problem, 
how do they find solutions? What do they do? You search for people or for things that would help you address your problems, mm -hmm. your research. Okay, and if you search for someone and to help you address your problems, what do you do when you find that person? You ask for their help and then you tell them your problems or you uh, ask for their advice on how to okay. solve your problems. Okay, so I'm gonna, I wanna unpack what you said, okay? Mm -hmm. you, you said, Someone has a problem and what they do first, which is human and natural to do, mm -mm. okay, is they search. Mm -mm. Humans from the dawn of time have been hunter-gatherers. We've been searching forever, right? Yes. When you search, if you consider what, what you're doing when you're searching, in searching, you're asking a question to get an answer, mm -mm. right? Yes. And then you said, if you find someone or something that may be able to answer mm -hmm. the question, you then ask more questions. That's what, what you said. You tell them, I tell them what's going on. And then I ask for help, ask mm -hmm. for advice. How do you mm -hmm. ask for help or advice? You don't just say, help me. No, you ask mm -hmm. questions. Correct? Yes. So BYA, build your authority. We do that by helping our clients answer specific questions that their customers are asking mm -mm. because we know they are. And so if they're going to ask the question and we can answer their question, then it stands to reason that they will begin to trust us. Okay. So BYA are all videos where we are answering a specific question. Question. Okay. Um, you will hear that being called the ASQ framework. ASQ. Answer specific questions. We help our customers, one, understand their audience. Once we understand the audience, then we can go figure out what questions that they are asking. And there's an important term here that you have to understand as well. And that term is intent. 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 Okay. Two people can search for the same thing for different reasons. Mm. Give you an example. How much does, how much did Pizza Hut charge for a pizza in 1990? That's a question. Mm -mm. If I search for that question, it may be because I'm playing a trivia game and we're taking bets. If you search for that question, and maybe because you're doing market research mm -mm. and trying to figure out how to price pizzas mm -mm. in your establishment, the two of us are getting to this answer for two totally different reasons. Intent attempts to answer the question 
why did they search for this? Mm. Right? Now, in order to, to answer the question, why did they search for this? You have to know who they are. So that's right. where the audience is. So we mm -hmm. would realize that there may be multiple audiences for the search. Why did each of those audiences search for this term? And if one of those audiences is ours, what was it that they were looking for? Now, another important component here is we're answering specific questions before the customer makes a purchase. Not after. Before. Okay. Before they make a purchase. So let me give you a scenario. Let's say we're doing work for a plastic surgeon. And this is actually a real scenario. Um, mm -hmm. This is a potential client that didn't work out with us. Uh, it was a referral. Um, mm -hmm. but it was a plastic surgeon. And he specialized in boob and penis enlargement. And when in the research, a question came up. And here was the question. What should I do if it feels like my implant is leaking? That's the question. Mm. Now, you're a plastic surgeon that does mm. boob jobs. Okay. That sounds like a pretty legitimate question. Mm -mm. Right? But let me ask because you a question. It can happen, yes. Mm -mm. It can happen. But what is the intent? Remember, when we're considering intent, it's mm -mm. who searched for this and why. Mm -mm. Right? What is the intent of that searcher, of that of someone who searched for that? His, his intention is to maybe before getting that implant to prepare beforehand if in case that scenario will happen to him or what he will do. What will he do in case that really happens to him after the implant? Who's more likely to search for that? That question is more likely to be searched by those people who already had the implant. Correct. And so when we look at the intent behind that search, we can see it is possible that someone would search for this before they have the implant, but it's more likely that they're going to search for it after they have the after. implant. And because the ASQ framework is to help you attract customers mm -hmm. before they become customers, then that question, we'd probably leave off. Okay. We'd probably leave off because we'd say, yeah, it's more likely after, so it's not worth it to do it before right now not for an asq okay versus a question like if you had to compare those two questions or this question to another question how much does a boob job cost which one is someone going to search before versus after that one the, how much it costs exactly nobody cares how much before. it costs after you already got it because you already paid for it yeah <laughs> right? 
Um, and so that's very important to understand is that we're dealing with before they become before. a couple. Okay. Now, I want to give you this in um, a different view. You and I can talk about story um, and a couple other people in the company can talk about story and so on and so forth. It doesn't make a lot of sense to everyone um, because of your background, my background, we can talk and get it. Um, from a marketing perspective, we look at it in this way. This is the customer value journey. And so every customer goes through a journey on the way to becoming your customer. First, they have to become aware of you. Then you have to engage with them and then they have to subscribe to you. This is the hero meeting the guide process, mm -mm. right? You'll hear me say a lot and you'll see in a lot of my videos, I talk about know, like, and trust. People have mm -hmm. to know you, like you, and trust you before mm -hmm. they're willing to do business with you. As a guide, our job is to get them to know us, like us, and trust us mm -mm. before they'll take a step. And that's not even to give us money. That's before they give us their email address. They got to know us, like us, and trust us. You're not going to give your email address to just anybody. Mm -mm. Right? Yes. And so you'll hear us talk a lot about the value journey worksheet, and you'll, you'll get to see it more. But this is where this all happens. Um, and it maps directly back to this process here as well. Mm -hmm. Just a different way of looking at the same thing. I need you to think through this process in every mm -hmm. post that we write. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to, tomorrow when we meet, I'm going to put another layer on top of this when we start talking about why, how, and what. Okay. Mm -mm. Which, believe me, my dear, it all works together. Because remember, I said no, like, and trust, right? Mm -mm. Then get why, how, and what. So, how do you get to some get someone to know you? You talk about whys. Why is it important that we do video marketing? Why is it important that your business has a plan? Why is it important? And it's all why, very high level, thought provoking. Just you know, why are why is this stuff valuable? Okay. Mm -mm. Then we go from why. So like, for example, I've talked a lot um, about whys on, on all of my properties of video. Mm -mm. Okay. Then I shot a series of videos recently on how. And I said, okay, look, I've been telling you that it's important that you start on video. And we've been talking about why. And I've given you all these reasons why. Now let me tell you how you do it. Okay. And I gave them a blueprint and I broke it down into steps. Here are the hows of how you do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and they're just steps. And then we'll get into the what. The what is where we actually start to talk about what we do for them that can help them. Mm -hmm. How can we be the guide to you? See, but by mm -hmm. then, what have we done? We've done how level videos that said, uh, sorry, why level videos that gave them really good, why is this important and why you need to listen. How, where we broke down some stuff and we showed them some things that worked. And so we built, we're starting to build 
trust. trust. They're starting to like us because we gave them information that was valuable. Mm -hmm. Then yes. when we get to the third stage of now saying, okay, you did those things. Now here's how we can help you take it even further. They'll say, you know what? I can trust you now because of everything I've already been through with you. That's how we look at content. And every piece of content we produce has to fit in there somewhere. And then we have to realize that if I divide, if I created a why piece of content, it needs to connect to a how piece of content. Mm -mm. If I create a how piece of content, it needs to connect to multiple what? pieces of why content. If okay. I create a how piece of content, right, then it needs to connect to a what piece of content. Right? And that's how we connect things together. Okay.